Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Carol McCracken. And after this short word from our sponsor, we'll continue our Lenten series following Jesus as He takes His journey to the cross. Join us as we follow Jesus doing what he was born to do to save us all. Today we'll dive into today's Bible verse, John 14, 8. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Well, it happened. I've heard these types of stories and even laughed at them, but it happened to me. I just looked all over the place in great frustration for my glasses. I think I got tense because I had limited time and was trying to get out the door and not be late. I took a breath and sent up a prayer for God to help me out with the little thing. And he did. Of course, the glasses were on my head. I like to think the Lord has a sense of humor and was amused at me. Sometimes the obvious eludes us. We try to look for something that's right in front of us. Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, had something like the same kind of situation happen to him. Let me just put it out there. Aren't you glad you aren't used as an example by name in the book with the widest circulation in the world for everyone to see? Philip started a big teaching moment from Jesus himself. But in the long run, it makes me feel better about myself. In this situation, Jesus is preparing the disciples for his departure. They don't understand that he's headed to his crucifixion on the cross, which we heard about yesterday in that episode. Jesus has told them they know the Father and have seen him. This time, Philip steps up. I can imagine that he feels like he's asking for help for the disciples, but doesn't feel like he's asking for too much. He says, Lord, Show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. But Philip finds out he's missed something hugely important. Philip wants to see something with his own eyes. He desires to see the Father, God. And Jesus points out that he has. Jesus asks Philip how Philip can ask that question, and gently points out that Jesus is one with the Father. Philip and the other disciples have been a part of Jesus' public ministry for three years. They followed him, heard his teachings, and witnessed miracles. They were eyewitnesses to what Jesus was doing. Jesus was shoring up the disciples' faith. The disciples were so close to Jesus, yet still didn't fully understand that Jesus was one with the Father. They would fully understand when Jesus rose from the dead. The commentator John MacArthur says this, Yet despite being with him for so long, the disciples still did not fully comprehend the truth about Jesus and his union with the Father. This confusion seems to be related to Jesus' failure to live up to their messianic expectation. So what did the disciples expect from the Messiah? Tradition tells us, that the people of that time probably expected a military hero that would save them from Roman oppression. Jesus comforted them with words they would later remember after Jesus rose from the dead. He promised the Holy Spirit would come and help them. 
the Holy Spirit couldn't come until Jesus returned to the Father. Can you imagine the confusion? Jesus was the Father, yet he was returning to the Father. The Holy Spirit would help the disciples understand Jesus' teaching and empower them to do their ministry. While my example of the glasses on my head was immediately understood in its obviousness, the disciples needed to trust Jesus' power. Jesus was telling them he had to ascend to heaven. He was one physical body that never left Palestine. He was in full humanity, which was limiting. When the Holy Spirit came, which you'll hear more about from Jessica tomorrow, it would allow the expansion of Jesus' ministry. Because Jesus was going to the Father and the Holy Spirit would come, the Holy Spirit would enable believers to spread the word. I have sympathy for the disciples. Jesus was fulfilling prophecy. But people had their ideas of how Jesus would fulfill prophecy. Who would have expected that Jesus would come as a tiny baby? They expected a king who would defeat their oppressors. And Jesus would do just that. But in the appointed way and at his appointed time. Our God can fulfill a prophecy in any way he chooses. I look at Philip and there, but by the grace of God, I go. I could easily have been asking that question with my preconceived notions and desperately wanting to understand. And just as Jesus loved and comforted his disciples, he loves us just as much. And when our faith may waver, he's there. And the Holy Spirit helps guide us. Let's pray. Dear Lord in heaven, it must have been ever so confusing to the disciples who were very close at hand and followed your very footsteps. The theology that you had, the tools that we now have, we have eyewitness accounts. We see the fulfillment of prophecy in scripture. And we know also that you will come again. Jesus, help us to understand. We have the Holy Spirit in us now to help guide us to understand. But we'll never understand fully until we're with you again. But I think you applaud our efforts to even get just a modicum of understanding. Because that gets us even closer to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tara. We're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in an everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.